you have just entered the building with your boys, King and Sane. Welcome to Shop Talking Random-ish, where conversation rules the nation and no topic is off limits. You know, this ain't nothing but healthy conversation. Now welcome your hosts, Rick King and Will Sane. I said, take, take. I said, take, take, take. Me out. To the ball. Gang. Take. I said, take, take. Me out with the crowd. Now buy me some peanuts. Buy me some peanuts. The buy me. Buy me. Buy me. Buy me. Buy me. Buy me. Take. I'm Welcome, welcome, welcome to Barbershop Talking Random-ish with your boys, King Insane. I am Rick King. I am in the building. I am behind the board. I am behind the glass. I am on the boards. I am, <laughs> I am, I am. Will Sane is not in the building with us tonight. He, If he's on the side of the road and y'all see him, please stop and pick my brother up. He might be having some problems. <laughs> But we do have the lovely starlight in the building. How are you, ma'am? I'm good, sir. I'm good. How are you? Oh, man. I am living the American dream. It might be nightmare, depending on who's watching this story. It's an interesting thing. Yeah, I mean, I mean, we got the super producer in the building. G, what's good with you? Yo. <laughs> That's G. It is. And we also got family back in the building. Mac, what's good with you, my brother? Hey, all is well. I'm glad to be here. Hey, man, we're glad you're here. You are here for a special conversation that we're having at, at 9 o'clock. We've got a couple other guests supposed to be calling in. We're okay. going to continue some of the conversation we was having last week. Um, last week, we had um, the Dennis's, Harold and Sabrina, beautiful, lovely couple. They was in the building. We were supposed to have been talking about politics. I don't even know if we even got any round two politics. So. Uh, Cause we got to talking about their story and they battle with the Rona. Mm. Also, when talking about the Rona, we also our, our super video producer himself had his battle with the Rona. And um, as we were talking about it, I started thinking. I know some people that's 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 trying to be part of the the fix to the problem of the Rona. So I got on the phone. I called my boy Neil Browning, who's been on the show before. He was part of the original trials. Um, we're trying to find a vaccine. And also another one of our um, classmates, Doug Lloyd, is mm. in these latest trials of trying to find a vaccine. And then I thought about my boy, Mac. Mac right now is one of the only, at the time, put me out there. <laughs> at the time, he was one of the only black guys Notice I said black guys because for some reason women are either more smarter than we are or they dumber than we are. We trying to figure it out. <laughs> but Mac was one of the first and the only black guys at the time that I heard to say it that he will take 
a vaccine if there's one available. But he also loves science. So we're going to get into that. But uh, first, y'all heard how we started this thing off. Um, celebrations, kudos, Greg, jump on him. Let's talk about it. Major League Baseball. Yes. Has finally, 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 is acknowledging the Negro League, the Negro Baseball League. They are finally giving them props. They salute them. They making them part of the game. My first question is, is Josh Gibson the home run king? I thought it was Hank Aaron. Not, no. If you, if you look up, no. Some well, put it like this: certain certain people will say Babe Ruth because obvious reasons. Right. Some people say Hank Aaron because they're the baseball purists. They claim to be that. The advanced baseball nerds will say uh, Sadaharu O. Oh, I'll put me. Oh, I forgot about. I forgot about it. Japan. Yeah. yeah. Out of Japan. Oh, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. I forgot about him. Nicho, what's his name? Nichiro, 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 his folks. Nichiro, yeah. yeah. Nichiro. Okay. Yeah. 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 Y'all are horrible uh, right now. <laughs> Being real American over here. But uh, the the true baseball historians who also include the Negro Leagues as part of history, which Major League Baseball just decided to do. Yes, sir. Uh, the guy is Josh Josh Gibson. Okay, and, and because they and 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 and, and to this day they still because if you look at up on the week on his wiki page they got eight hundred to a thousand home runs. Mm. They, they don't even know how many it yes. actually is. Yes. Mm-hmm. What? Yes. 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 I don't. Yes. I don't mind the history books and the stat books having to be relooked at. Like I don't mind that. Well, the, well, they're adding adding the Negro Leagues as part of the history because Hank Aaron did play in the Negro Leagues for yeah. a little bit. Mm-hmm. Jackie Robinson, of course, came right. up there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We know about you know about Satchel Paige. Satchel, yeah. Yes, Satchel Paige and Josh Gibson are the uh, legends. And, yeah. and they are both of them are in the Hall of Fame, right? I believe so. Yes. Yeah, 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 they're yes. they're in the fight. yes, yes, they are. Uh, it took a it took a minute for Satchel Paige because do you consider the Negro Leagues? Because by the time he came to the majors, he was already in his forties. Yeah. Yes, yes, but he still, he still was still, around, but yeah. he still, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. yes, the, the, the arm he was, was almost fifty, he was still yeah. out there. So. Yes, yeah. Yeah. the arm was still good. Yes, so, but my question is, if they, if I mean, they are part of now, so. Are they gonna Are they gonna do it the way it should be done? Is he gonna be Is he gonna be called the home run king? Well, there are no official numbers, the, so okay. that's gonna stop people. Mm-hmm. If it's eight fifty to a thousand home runs, and we don't know, but, right. I mean, that's gonna that stop people because the numbers matter so much in baseball. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Right. If it's eight fifty, yeah, he's the he's like, the guy. Okay, yeah. if it's, it's eight fifty to a thousand, you at least take the minimum number and and put that up with the books. But some people are uh, like, well, we don't we don't know how many. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. You yeah. know, and that like you would add Satchel Page's wins. Yeah, yes. you, there were several players who they would have three thousand hits now mm-hmm. if you included it. Um, but what would Hank Aaron home batting run? averages will go up? Yeah. But what would Hank Aaron home um, home run um, totals be? And 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 um, his would have to be higher as well. Jackie Robinson's because if if we took the stats from both leagues and combined them, with, 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 where would they put their numbers? Also, 
I, I mean, it would it would definitely be higher. I mean, I don't know how many home runs Hank Aaron hit in the Negro Leagues. I don't think he played there very long because I think he got he there like at the very end. Jackie the Negro Robinson Leagues, has more. The Negro Leagues ended like Jackie Robinson got called up to the Dodgers in 1947. 1948 wow. was the last year of the Negro League. Yeah. So they're like, wow. well, they letting black people in now, so we don't yeah. have to do this. Yeah. Okay. Mm. That's 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 big, that's a big thing, you know. Hmm. Wonder our our MLB stats department hiring. Now I gotta interject real quick. Go ahead. Somebody told me that Michael Jordan killed the desire for little black boys to play baseball. How? It depends. I mean, I, I know when I was coming up, coming up as a shorty, we played baseball a little bit, but the generation before me, like my father's generation and back, they loved some baseball. Yeah. I, we, well, it was like baseball was an afterthought for us. We I, was trying to hoop. I think I, it I, depends on. Yeah. I think it more so depends on the structure of the sports, where the sports love in your family goes more so, mm-hmm. because. Um, like I was telling you off air before we got started, my goddad at my church um, is actually a part of baseball history because his little league team in 1955 in Pensacola was supposed to be the first team to play an integrated game. Mm-hmm. But the white team decided not to play. And so a couple years ago, a movie was made, a documentary was made about that whole process. And mm-hmm. I know just from his family, all the boys, they, play they at least, you at least touch a bat. You at least touch it. Like, if you happen to not be good, you just mm-hmm. happen to not be good. But they are also all good. So I know it's like it depends on Family how structure. you get structured. In the same way you look at, like, most guys that I know that play basketball, it was kind of put in them because their dad like either liked basketball a lot mm-hmm. or they played it. And then, so I kind of just think it depends on where that sports love in your family is because – One of the easiest things to get your kids into early and get that energy out is like either a soccer team or a t-ball team because they get structure as well as getting that used to immediate everybody is a part of a team kind of structure. Right. Well, baseball, baseball, baseball. I mean, when I was growing (laughs) up, we we talked about softball. My granddaddy, they watch baseball. I think we actually had an uncle who pitched, but it's just that hoop in that football. Yes. Well, that there was a uh, something I was hearing about earlier with uh, when this story came out. With basketball and football, you don't need to have uh, a lot of equipment and yeah. a lot right. of structure to actually play the game. You can play one on one, two on two. In football, you can play five on five or something like that and you just need space but with baseball (laughs) there's you gotta have you know the bases you You gotta have gloves it's gotta be at least six on six yeah Yeah. but all the other equipment that you don't always have to play and then they're in certain in certain neighborhoods there isn't that uh, there isn't that baseball field true money and the money. Let's you know, get to I know, I know, I know you're going there, but there's another way that money is part of it. 
if you think about all these kids who, if you anybody who ever watched the Little League World Series, yes, mm-hmm. these kids are traveling yes. around yes. the yes. country yes. for yes. weeks or months at a time. Yes. That costs money. It does. Who Listen, has the money to coach, do that? I coached AAU basketball for the Atlanta Celtics. We went, we had tournaments we had to decline because it just didn't fit in the budget. Yeah. yeah. We played in Charlotte, Richmond, all these other places. Then y'all want us to go to California. Yeah. And... Yeah, that, that across it. But that's the one thing, like Greg was saying with Little League, mm-hmm. the, almost when you make a team or when you get on a team, that's one of the first things they tell you is like, look, we got the poten- we got the possibility that we're going to be traveling. So one, are you going to allow your kid to possibly miss school days if we need them to travel? And two, are you willing to put up the time and finances to get them there and a lot of these parents if their kid really is into baseball and mm-hmm. they get to a actual traveling team they deal with it because one we all know the smaller the ball the bigger the check and the longer you can play if you keep yourself facts. healthy because look, it, look at, like with the little league world series it was that team from chicago, chicago yeah, yeah. with all black kids and that was a big deal. Yeah, because yeah. Because it was a girl, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. 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 Mo- uh, she was a yeah. whole beast. Uh, yeah, Monet, Monet, Monet Davis. Yeah, Mo- yeah. yeah Monet okay. Davis, yeah. I don't yeah. know if she was on that team. Okay. But it was another team from Chicago that won the U.S. championship. Mm-hmm. And it was a big deal that, like, these, these black kids, uh, a team full of black kids made this run in this tournament to where we see a lot of white children. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> this Latino. Was, it was, yeah, it was something straight out of hardball. If anybody yeah. remembers that movie. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. um, I got a friend. I got, well, actually my nephew just signed a scholarship, a D, D2 scholarship with Wingate. Okay, but North Carolina. Yeah, yeah. yeah. North Carolina. Big, nor- big um, my, um, I'm trying to get my brother and him to come in and let's have a come because I want to have a conversation about that whole recruiting and the whole thing. But I also got a guy I used to work with. And he's trying to get try get his son. His son is a major prospect, and and okay. he's in middle school going to high school. That's when they start looking at him too. Yeah, I, I got um, another friend, her son. But the thing is, the things I've been told is we black kids, the black kids, the black kids. Let's talk about what it is. Up to a certain level, our athleticism, our pure, our pure skill got us. Up until around 12 years old, they say that I heard that a lot of that's when it starts to change because we don't have the money for the training. We don't have the money for the the, 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 the travel. And the kids and, and a lot of the, um, the affluent kids – you got to train them. You have to train them. You got to go to these specialized camps. You got to go in. Because let's say, what, Bryce Hopper? Well, uh, Bryce Hopper, did oh, he? Oh, they, they put him on flights when he was 12. Yeah. 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 And, um, he was also, like, re- really good. He kind of had the talent, talent. Too. <laughs> like, he, he skipped his senior year of high school yeah, yeah, to go to college. Bro, exactly. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> but, so but, he can be on the college team. But I can say, like, my nephew, um, listening to his dad, my brother Steve, tell, happy birthday, Steve. Today is your birthday. Happy birthday. But um, listen to the stories they tell and, and, and the camps and the things. I've went, I've went out to East Cobb. Oh, my God. Okay. If you go out mm-hmm. to East Cobb in those tournaments mm-hmm. and to watch my nephew play, man, it's, uh, 
the the, the people, but it's more. It's it's not a lot of us out there. Oh yeah, it's not a lot of us out there because, like I say, my brother been like, damn, the money's, the money's, <laughs> bruh. So yeah, 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 and and I and I think that's separated. I think you know Jordan made that thing look cute. I but, I, I, I don't think Jordan but, had a. But, lot to like like with ruin with like ruining baseball well, let, for black kids. I don't I don't think it's on him. Let me say this. What what I mean by that is I, I feel as though Michael Jordan was the first individualized sports athlete where there was a whole machine pushed him like yes. that. And yeah. The, and so it has such a far reach. Yes. You know, and I know like upon upon Jordan's ascension, what he had won the finals in ninety one, won the finals in ninety two. Won the finals in '93, so it's just Jordan, Jordan, Jordan. And then Jordan. right behind that, remember the Fab, the Fab Five. The oh, Fab yeah. Five jumped in there, and they coming out with the big baggy. See, right. Jordan, Jordan had the first baggy shorts, but then Fab Five yeah. took the back took shorts and put them. And then they put the black socks with the black shoes. Exactly. And you know, I'm from Detroit, yeah. so I saw it. So yeah, yeah. I saw it firsthand. And, and, and like I said, they my class. Here's where I, I, I <laughs> may differ with that. Okay, it's not. It's not because of how, I mean, you, you kind of touched on it mm-hmm. with how Jordan was pushed, how he was marketed at the time. Right. Baseball never really does that as far as someone being known on an international level. Yeah. Right. That happens with only a couple of sports. That's basketball, soccer, yeah. and low-key uh, cricket. Yeah, really? yeah. Okay. That that sport Learn is coming, but that sport is coming around because it's catching the money. So it's it cricket. cricket people playing cricket like that. Cricket is there, more in like your affluent a, countries. Like uh, that's their sport. Wow. ESPN did a a Fame One Hundred, the okay. one hundred most famous athletes in the world. It's cricket based on. Uh, people talking about it on social media, yeah. what they make in endorsements, what they make on the field, or whatever okay. their sport is. Cricket, is, cricket had a quite a number of players. Yeah, but you also in the top, you in the top fifty. At, they had a lot. You wow. got to look at the countries there. But yeah, Probably India, like, like, India was cricket like is India, the biggest sport in India. London, of course, I mean England. Yeah. More, so, no, they've taken India more so because yeah, it's more. India. I mean, it's partly because of you know they were a British colony, right? Exactly. But it's like. You got a billion people sitting here. This is what they mainly see. So yeah, it's gonna get big. Like the the I think the two biggest sports in India are cricket and basketball. Yeah. Really? Over soccer? Mm-hmm. Wow. So- soccer's up there. Soccer was up there, but okay. I think like if basketball might be third, but mm-hmm. it's catching up to soccer. Okay. Okay. As far as popularity. But wow. it's it's more it's just about, you know, if it was about being famous on an international level. And that's what the black kids see. Mm-hmm. Then they're going to play those sports that are that can give them that. Yeah. And a lot of time, it's going to be basketball over soccer. You would think soccer would be up there, but mm-hmm. as far as the travel, yeah. the training, right. that is the same. That with soccer, it's the same with baseball. It is to where mm. it's it's more of an access thing. I mean, Tiger's one of the biggest athletes in the world, but it it got black people more interested in golf. Right. But the kids weren't going to the course to start training yeah. and playing. Not a whole lot. But even like, them clubs are expensive. Yeah. This is true. And even but just being on the course yeah. is expensive. Yeah. And wow. even when we had yes. um, when we had Drew Charter in here, yeah. a lot of his boys on his team were saying, 
they needed something to carry them over either from a baseball injury or in between baseball season. So they got mm. into golf and they just happened to really? love it once they got into it. But okay. it's like, it's wow. still that whole thing like, oh, okay, if you're not introduced to it or if you're not shown, like Greg said, if we see more internationalness about stuff, because that's sort of what's happening right now with soccer. Okay. Because America is allowing people to see what other sports that are out there. There's a lot more kids now coming out of just not wanting to be football or basketball. Well, see, I think I think well with soccer here in Atlanta, um, the five stripes they took the world as a storm, and plus we have such a Hispanic community. Till I'm talking about when 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 not when, not just that. I mean it. There's the a, international community yeah, here. It's an international oh, yeah, yeah, community. Yeah, 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 yeah. But, yeah. but I mean, even I mean, but, but we his, jumped on and they and, and the thing about the five strikes, they they came in the running. Yeah. They came in because we made a playoff run the first year. Yeah, the yeah, first year. Won the championship the second year. Won the championship the second year. And they year. went back to the playoffs. And then so well, so so they jumped, they jumped in. And they got us excited. I, man, I, I'm jumping up and yelling around the room. I mean, it, it's in it, it, trying to learn the chants and going on because I mean, because that that the M, that MLS event is is kind of like college ball, it college is. football. Yeah, the the, the the you see the elk jumping and hanging out and kicking it and everybody having a good time, eating good and <laughs> it, it, it's a party. It's almost like it's a vibe. It yeah, is. Yeah. It's definitely a vibe. Great way to put it. Yeah. yeah. It's definitely a vibe. But um But our um our Bravos have like you when you did mention the whole his, Hispanic community, our Bravos resurgence has brought that back out as well too. So it's like it's like okay. Hey, don't, don't. There's kind of been a a little bit of I don't know if it's if it's purposeful or if they the the front office was trying to appeal more to the fans, and by the fans, I mean Cobb County, mm-hmm. by not having so many mm. Latino players. Exactly. Really? Really? You know who they who are they pushing out as their best player? Freddie yeah. Freeman. Yeah. Or but, when or when or when you know Maddox, Glavin, and Smoltz were here, they were the stars of the they team. Were, they not were. so much focused on you know McGriff. Or Ron Gantt, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know, for Carl, but Andrew that was, Jones. But that's the one thing that shows. It's almost like what you're saying that the politics of it or the business side of it is doing one thing. But the talent side is like, okay, if you could sit down and just talk with a kid and be like, look, this is the whole thing of sports. And so it even goes back to just them, be, just them realizing they needed to recognize the Negro League and what it was and what it did for the sport mm-hmm. and bring all of it into just the house of baseball is it made sense to finally do that right I mean I salute baseball for doing it um we got to get ready to get ready finna get ready to come on finna get ready to go to radio um finna take a break um get a station ID pay a few bills and when we come back we got Neil Browning Doug Lloyd and my man Mac, we finna talk about the Rona. <laughs> we will be right black. Yeah. Mike Campbell here, serial entrepreneur. I started my first business in the basement of a factory over 30 years ago. We had no heat and no air conditioning. Instead of customers, our office visitors were rats, birds, flies, and snakes. 
Our office flooded often, and we used blankets as our office walls. We were broke and needed help. That's why I created Patriot Software, to help small business owners with simple payroll for 1 to 100 employees. And if you need help, we will help you for free. Go to PatriotSoftware.com. Use promo code RADIO and get two months of payroll processing free. That's PatriotSoftware.com. With PatriotSoftware.com, accounting and payroll, keep your time and money. The opinions expressed during the sponsored programs on this station are strictly those of the program hosts, guests, and callers and are not necessarily those of Beasley Broadcast Group, this station, its staff, other advertisers, or agencies. Thank you for tuning in to Talking Random-ish with King and Sane and the lovely Starlight. Welcome black, welcome black, welcome black, welcome black to Barbershop Talking Random Ish with your boys. King Insane, I am Rick King. Will Sane is not in the building with us right now. He is having some car problems. So if you see my dog on the side of the road, please pick him up. Please pick him up, boy. But we do have the lovely Starlight in the building. How are you, sir? I am well. How about yourself, Miss Lady? I'm good, I'm good. And we also got um, video producer, producer extraordinaire, G in the building, Big Show. Yo. We also got family back in the building. We got Mac back in the building with us. Thanks for having me. We also have on the phone lines, we got um, my man, my, both two classmates of mine. Um, we got Doug Lord out of Athens, Georgia, and um, Neil Browning, returning family out of Seattle, Washington. What's good, my brothers? Thanks for having us. Yeah, glad to be back again. And um, we got – last week we did a show, like I said in the opening, last week we did a show where we had um, Harold Dennis and his lovely wife, Sabrina. And um, Greg also, we was talking, it got into the conversation of having about the coronavirus because those three people have had the virus. And so as we was talking about it, I got to thinking about, hey, I know a couple of guys that might be part of the process of trying to get a vaccine for this. And also in these thoughts, I thought of my brother Mac here, who at the time was one of the only black guys that's not, <laughs> I guess, professional or in the high ranks of life and living. I'm in nursing school, though. I'm trying to become an RN. He's in nursing school. (laughs) Yes, he is. That said that he would take it. Now, I mentioned that because I am one of the black guys that I know that said I'm not taking it. So, I figured this would be a great conversation to have. First, Neil. Yep. First question, how are you doing? I am still very healthy. Uh, Just... Living life day by day out here. Okay, give them a quick introduction on what you did at the beginning of this whole um, process to help discover a vaccine. Right. So a buddy of mine uh, turned me on to a local research institute, was doing some testing on a possible coronavirus vaccine. 
and asked if I wanted to be involved with it. So I said, sure. Uh, got my first injection of the experimental vaccine on March 16th. I was the second human in the world to get the injection. And four weeks later, I got the second dose on April 16th. And I have been doing blood draws and being monitored by the Research Institute ever since. Okay. Now, Doug, you... Yes, sir. You have participated in a recent trial run to try to get a vaccine to help try to um, get a vaccine. What made you after all these months decide to jump in there and try to get this help to help with this work? So actually it was some of the information that Neil was putting out there for us and how he chronicled and shared his journey. And I reached out to Neil and, uh, and discussed a little bit with him and then started to dig in like our teachers, you know, the Pappas has taught us to, to educate ourselves and learn. So jumped in and learned a little bit about it. And then uh, as soon as it was available in the Atlanta area, over at the Emory Hope Vaccine Clinic is where they're doing the phase three Moderna trial that I'm in. Um, went ahead and signed up online and my sister reached out to me, who's an RN in uh, Charleston, South Carolina. And she said, you know, Doug, you've got some pre-existing conditions and I'm like yeah you know I'm, I'm I'm overweight I've got high blood pressure that I treat with uh, lisinopril and HCTZ and so they were actually looking for candidates who were not as healthy as Neil you know the mountain biker yes. and outdoorsman that he is yes. so I carry a few extra pounds compared to the compared to the rest of the population so I, I thought it might be a good fit for me and Decided, you know, Atlanta, you know, Emory from Athens, an hour and fifteen minutes, easy, easy drive, and the bit, one of the big things was I trust Emory, so knowing that they were going to be the ones leading the the study in Atlanta, I really wanted to participate, knowing that you know it was a world world class health organization that was uh, that was helping with the trials. Okay, okay, Mac, what up, what up? I'm just going around the room. Um, <laughs> You, you, you're right now studying to become an RN. At a 4.0 my first semester. Salute, 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 salute. <laughs> Thank you. Now, like I said before, um, what made you say or come out and say that you would take the vaccine? Um, I, I guess uh, understanding the scientific method. Understanding there needs to be observation, tests, and hypothesis. And data, um, I, I think the the thing that's unfortunate dealing with black people, we're dealing, we're coming from a deficit. We're dealing with systemic racism, institutional racism, and we think everything is designed against us, which it has been, <laughs> which it has been. Yes, the, the, those uh, the skepticism has much merit, but um, being a part of the scientific community, I understand how, in order for there to be good science. Everybody needs to participate because okay. this thing is bigger than our race, our class. We're talking about pushing humanity forward. So that's what made me, you know, I want to participate because even this semester, a lot of the um, the case studies that I worked on, it was centered around middle-aged white men. So everything is engineered to the genetic material, to the, to the DNA, the, the genome of white men. So... 
if black people aren't going to participate, by default, we're boxing ourselves out. Okay. Out of that fear. So everything, it, it's it's almost implicit racism, but not, it's not intentional. It's just we're not participating. We're not participating. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Uh, uh, case in point, um, at Georgia Tech, there were some people doing study. There were some research scientists doing study, studies on uh, self-driving cars. Mm-hmm. And um, they noticed that the cars would only hit black people. Why was it only hitting black people? Because there were no black people there to, to be there to pick up on the color spectrum. So they saw everything else but black. So if we're not if we're not in the room when these discussions are happening, again, we're boxing ourselves out. Okay. And you can't run from science. It is it's it's everywhere. I agree. Now Doug, you put out a thing saying you love science. Absolutely. Neil Neil, you were our nerd. <laughs> <laughs> he was Neil. Am I lying? Did I say anything wrong? No, you're right. He 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 was. He, so when you hear a black guy like myself say, "No, I'm not going to take it," I have right. later I have later changed that and said I was definitely not going to be of the first. <laughs> I would not be of the first that would take it. Sure. As so Rick, yeah, go ahead, Doug. Rick. Go ahead. So a, a friend of mine in uh, a black friend of mine in Roswell, he's in a he's in a mostly white neighborhood. But uh, this week, somebody tested positive in the neighborhood uh-huh. for COVID-19. He, he and I had about an hour, hour and a half long uh, discussion. I think it was, let's see, tonight's Friday. So I think Wednesday night I, I called him up because he reached out about the study. Well, he, he's worried. Because it's attacking the black community, the the black community, yes. because of either being underserved by medical resources, financial resources, yes. or 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 you know having a higher risk of high blood pressure, diabetes. Yes, the, the markers that are there. Yes, you know he he and I talked, and he said I got I got a couple of those risk factors. So yesterday morning he vol- well before before Wednesday he volunteered for the Johnson and Johnson trial. So as of yesterday morning, he went and went and had his appointment, got injected. I've checked in with him twice since then, and he's got some side effects from it. He's had some chills, some body aches, some fatigue that come along with it. But it, you know, <clears throat> you're, we're starting to see we're starting to see a change with with some things. And I and I've got other I've got other black friends that I, that I talked to when I told them I was signed up for the study, and they're like you. They said no. I don't want anything to do with it. And you know what? The way that America, the way that America has treated our black community, I, I, I totally understand it. And I respect, I respect somebody not wanting to roll, you know, not wanting to be the first person to roll up their sleeve. Well, see, this, 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 okay. I don't, when it comes to things like this, I'm going to tell you my problem. I sit back and watch the United States government approved so much mess with the FDA. They, 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 they are proving um, cloning meats. They, 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 they putting GMOs in our systems, all these different things that, that, that we know that science has proven does not help nobody. And they steady, are allowing this stuff into the system. 
If I'm wrong, please tell me I'm wrong. Because I want to think that this thing is I want to I want to think that this thing is about the humans race and not and, the and dollar right, it should be and, and not the dollar bill because everything America has shown to me is it's all about the capital can I can I interject yes yes please go ahead okay uh in my journey of science pursuing a career in medicine I feel like I'm a Jedi Knight <laughs> The, the best metaphor I give people for science is uh, you have the Sith, which is the dark side, and the Jedi's. The Force is, is metaphorically, the Force is science. Uh-huh. Um, I, I've met Asian people, white people, black people who love people. Yes. And want to maintain healthy bodies. Mm-hmm. That is their end goal. Yes. I, you know, uh, I haven't had to make any type of oath or prick my finger or sit, you know, none of that crazy conspiracy theory stuff. Uh-huh. No, it's not, it's not, I haven't experienced So it. you're not part of the Illuminati? No, sir. You sure? I'm positive. Okay. So, so what I'm, what I'm saying is anytime you get people and money involved, there are going to, there are going to be, there are bad people in the world. Yes, yes, yes. But, but what, what upsets me is when we want to say, all of them are bad. No, there are people who are well-intended and who want to see people healthy. No, I would, I, no, 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 don't get me wrong. I would never say all are. Because I know Neil Browning. But I, you're smart. You're smart. <laughs> Most people are not smart. It's, it's, it's Most people are not critical thinkers. I'm sorry. It you, is you, no, no, you, you're, you're, telling, you're telling the absolute truth. But see, and that's why I felt the need that this conversation and, 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 and the three gentlemen that are part of this conversation, that's why I wanted y'all here to be part of this conversation because I, I, I um, be, because of the di- diverseness, if mm-hmm. that's a word, diverseness. I don't we got you, we got you. Yeah, but whatever. Because, <laughs> of, right. b- because I, like I say, I've been following and watching Neil throughout the whole process. And then for Doug to come along. And Doug, I also want to shout you out. Before I, I, I got to do this, um, about two weeks ago, you went to another classmate hour of ours, um, and, and 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 Shanice, Dr. Shanice Allen, you went over there and, and, and bought lunch for her and her whole um, class. Salute to you for doing that. Hey, man, you know, it, we, we've we got a pretty unique class. I mean, yes. Yes. I, I, you know, growing up, growing up, I didn't realize how much you classmates were teaching me, and I didn't realize some of the things that were gonna that were gonna impact my life the way they did, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, we grew up. We all grew up in Clark County, in yes, Athens, sir. Georgia. Yeah. Um, some outside, you know, it's still Athens, Clark County. Some were Winterville, so it, it's surrounding areas of Athens. But we all went to the same high school. Mm-hmm. And some of us went to the same element. I mean, Rick, you've known. I think we've known each other since we were five years old. Yes, for elementary school. We, wow. we yes, yes, wow. yes. Yeah. And probably, you know, and probably, you know, walk, if we walk by each other, we give each other a hug and pick up, have lunch like it was yesterday. Yes, sir. Wow. Play, playing kickball on the blacktop. Yes, sir. Good old kickball. Why? <laughs> so, you know, part part of that, part of this class and the closeness that we've got is I didn't realize how many of my classmates at the time were living with their aunts and uncles or their grandmothers. We're living with them, you know. I was, I, I, I've experienced 
some of that white male privilege in my life. And whoa, whoa, whoa. I gotta give you a medal. If I ever see you, high five medal, because that's <laughs> I have never heard a white person acknowledge that. Oh my god. Not not only not only will I acknowledge it, but somebody somebody said something on Facebook and they were challenging, you know, the vaccine and saying it had a tracking in it or this or that. I said, look, I'm forty I'm forty eight years old. I'm a white I'm a white male who's lived a privileged life and if something happens to me from this vaccine and all I got was forty eight years, then I know I'm right with my maker. Mm, and, and, and I'm fine and I'm fine with that. But what I want to give a shout out to Rick and Shanice and a lot of my other classmates for is, you know, my wife and I have had our our uh, nephew. He's been he's been in our care since he was three years old. He's 16 going on 17. He's a biracial kid. And part of the thing part of the thing that I credit our class with was I don't feel at least this is coming from my perspective. I didn't feel the racism inside our class that I've seen in my town. Nope, definitely not. Our class, the, the, the 90, 91, and 92 classes that came out of Cedar Shoals and Clark Central, I think were some very special classes because those seemed like some, there was a certain closeness amongst the race, amongst the people, even though we fought against Clark Central, we still had a closeness and a bond towards them. And like you say, Doug, I've been knowing you since I was five. I mean, we wow. we, we watched each other grow up. I mean, wow. And and so the same thing the same thing is true for you know Shanice, right? Yes. I mean, I've known yes. Shanice since five years old. Since five, Clark. yes. We same, all went to we all we all went to Bunny Shanice, shows. You know, Shanice. Uh, Black, black, forty-eight-year-old female. Yes, with with her doctorate in nursing. Mm-hmm. Probably smarter. I know she's smarter than me. Oh, she's boy. <laughs> yes, um, all of us. Very but, smart. You know, doing the things that she's doing for our community. Yes. You know, in, you know, educating, instructing, and a lot of a lot of the people going through her her institution are are, my, are, are minorities, but putting them into a nursing career and a medical career, and, and Guys, she was. They she had signed up to get a grant from the county, and you wouldn't believe the hoops that that woman jumped through for yes. the county. Yes. I mean, for and for her community. I mean, offering free COVID tests. Yes. Just because she cares. Yes. Yes. You know all these other all the you talked about the profiteering, and the profiteering is out there, and it's and it's some of these doctors. I can tell you right now that firsthand, I know, and he's a minority doctor, but he's still a male. Owns owns some clinics in Athens, and I know he's doing fifty thousand dollars a week in coronavirus tests. Mm. Wow. Mm. See, see, and, and that's what scares me right there. That little thing right there, and I know we shouldn't take let that 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 little negative outweigh the big. But a lot of that is what scares me because you hear in the reports that um, if you put Corona own it, the hospitals makes more money. The doctors make more money. Right. The, the, the the pharmacies, the pharmaceutical people makes that much more money. And 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 I guess that is my that becomes my problem. 
because now we're looking at we are looked at as numbers to the to the bottom line instead of trying to save this America. And that's capitalism. A, a, am yeah. I off? In, 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 am I off in my thinking? No. Mm-mm. So, uh, but so yes. I mean, anywhere you get a system that has money involved and people want to make money, there's going to be corruption. Definitely. Yes, I agree. I agree. I agree. So, Neil, since you've yeah. been in this the longest, um, what have you seen? What have you noticed? What, ha- um, what is your everyday like? What is your everyday like now, as opposed to what it was when you started? So, I've been working from home since basically this trial started. Um, I don't have any guidance from my employer that we're going to be back to in face in office until at the earliest early july Mm. the kids are remote learning at home uh my wife is a nurse she takes care of cancer patients she goes into work Mm. every day Mm. they don't have immune systems so she is she and they are kept in an area of the hospital that are very uh well secluded and kept away from any potential infections because these people don't have immune systems so she's Mm. been safe none of us have gotten sick in over a year no common cold no nothing uh our state is pretty locked down where you can only do curbside pickup at restaurants there's no gyms there's no churches there's no businesses open except for like grocery stores pharmacies um thankfully they put some laws in place where they're allowing things like barbershops to be open but it, it, you don't see a lot of traffic and you know it's it's like a ghost town a lot now my injection because this was part of a test to to put it into people at the very beginning just to see how it would react in the human body because this drug had never been given even to animals mm-hmm. uh, i was given one quarter 25 percent of the dose that doug got and that everybody else will get okay so I had very, very mild side effects, if you want to even call them that. I had a, a little bit of a sore arm the morning I woke up after each injection, and that was it. No other issues whatsoever. Now, I still wear a mask. I still stay socially distant. I am very responsible because even if I am immune, I could still carry the virus back into my home and spread it to my family, and I'm not willing to do that. Yes. Smart man. <laughs> now, I did have a physical. This was not associated with the, the trial. It was just my regular doctor I went to three weeks ago, and I explained to him about this trial that I'm in, and he said, well, what if, since we're drawing blood anyway, why don't we just go ahead and put in an order to do an antibody test on your blood and see if you still have any eight and a half months later? So he went through and filled out the paperwork and had it done, even though he knew that I wasn't necessarily somebody who had been exposed. And the results came back that I still have antibodies for COVID-19 in my blood. Okay. Now, I might be the only person out of the 45 in phase one that almost nine months ago now got the vaccine who still has antibodies. But it's still an interesting data point to say that if we're seeing a lot of people who recovered from having the virus itself don't have any antibodies and therefore no protection against it three and four months out. Yeah. But we're seeing some people who, in my case, took only 25% of the full dose and nine months later still have antibodies. That's a pretty good sign that this thing's going to help and in a big way. Okay. 
So let's talk about some of the, so Neil Neil shared some of that. Let's talk about some of the science because because you said yeah, Doug likes science too, right? Yes, indeed. <laughs> so let's let's talk about the science side of it. Go ahead. So I'm in the phase. So I'm in the phase three, and mine is a double blind study. So I wasn't supposed to know what I got, whether I got the vaccine candidate or a placebo. Mm-hmm. I can I confirmed with three different sources that their placebo was only a saline shot and not some alternate vaccine or a hydroshock saline shot that could cause the soreness or adverse effects. Now, D- Neil, I think I reached out to you the day after I got the first first injection, told you my symptoms, and you go, yep. And I said, exactly. you absolutely got it. <laughs> and Neil was like, yep, that's exactly what the hundred, because Neil was in that phase one trial where they did 25 milligrams, 100 milligrams, and 250 milligrams. Mm-hmm. And he said, you're, sh- you're, you're telling me exactly what the phase one, or the 100 milligram phase one patient participants said. So fast forward 28 days later, I get the second shot. So the first shot, just so y'all know, I had a sore arm that I didn't want to lift past my shoulder for the first 24 hours. I could, but I didn't want to. And I got a headache that was about a 4 out of a 10. It was one within 24, 72 hours. Everything was fine. I was back to normal. 28 days later, I get that second shot. About three hours after that shot, headache starts. And I go, oh, boy, here it comes. (laughs) And this headache was a 5 out of 10. I, I don't suffer from migraines, so I'm just I'm using the Doug scale because I, I, I've not been a headache sufferer in my life. Sore arm, same thing. Didn't want to lift it past the past the parallel of the ground. And uh, and next day, everything seems to be normal again. Well, about eight o'clock the second day, I start getting chills on the couch. And I look over at my wife and I'm like, Kim, you cold? She's like, No, nah, it's 68, 70 degrees in here. It's perfect. I'm like, okay, well, I'm cold, so I go get the thermometer. I my temp, my body temp runs 97.4 almost 100% of my 100% of my time. I check it; it's 100.3. Okay, so I've got a fever and I've got chills. I take two Advil. I go to bed. Before I go to sleep, we have an e diary that we were filling out. Neil filled this out as well, and this is part of why I think you can trust the FDA with this stuff is because. Technology has brought us so far forward with this. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it, it's not that they're rushing it or anything like that, but it's, we've got these systems like that Neil runs on the Internet with, with the networks and, and the interconnectivity that these, these primary investigators have access to this data now overnight. So I put in my symptoms into this e-diary on my iPhone, and I wake up, and at 8.01, my phone rings, and it's the Emory Vaccine Clinic. It's my caseworker. Hey Doug, we noticed that you put a uh, ad, you put a symptom in there that you didn't have during the first shot. Are you okay? Yes, I'm fine. Everything seems to be great this morning. Do you need to come to the clinic or do you need medical attention? I'm like, no, I'm absolutely fine. But that's why that's what I was saying. You know, as far as the science, trust trust that the people who are doing this, even the ones, Rick, I got to say, even the ones that are doing it to make money, why would they do anything? and be a one-hit wonder and bounce. Mm. Because because Moderna has been developing an mRNA vaccine for cancer treatment and for other things. They want and to Zika. be successful. Yeah, and Zika. So they, they don't want this to fail. They don't want to just hit a billion dollars and run away with the billion and go hide. They, they, want, to, they, want, to, they want to perpetuate that wealth as well. 
So, uh, okay, now, 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 okay, now, now, I'm gonna let you finish, but now, my only retort to that would be a lot of us feel that the money is in the treatment and not the cure. I'm a, I'm a, I'm taking, I'm just telling you what we hear and what we. If people no, are dead, there's right. no problem. Right. People are going to be much sicker and spend a lot more money trying to treat symptoms than they will from the cure. However, what we're starting to see is even in areas where there are no elective surgeries going on. You know, auntie's got a bunion on her foot, but she can't get that fixed right now because there's too many people in the hospital with COVID. Yes. Our hospitals are getting inundated. Yes, yes. So we're, we're having full bed capacity when all those people who would get surgeries that aren't life-threatening are taking the day off and not going in. Mm -hmm. so this, isn't, this isn't something we can sustain. So even though, yes, there, there can be profiteering, and yes, the treatment can make more money, I mean, you know, we got rid of smallpox, and polio's almost out the door. If it's something we can get rid of, there's, there's plenty of other stuff people get sick from. I mean, you know, going to McDonald's every day, and getting high blood pressure and cholesterol versus just catching a cold. Yes. Right. I agree. I agree. I agree with you. So, so, so I'm going to digress for just a second back to what Neil would talk about with antibodies, okay? Mm -hmm. Because I also am participating in, what's in, a, in a, a study. It's not a trial. So it's a study here at UGA called ProjectSparta.org. Okay? You can check this out on the Internet. It's also out in L.A., uh, and a couple of other universities, but uh, so 45 days post-second injection, I went in. Moderna has gotten three blood draws out of me. Uh, the Sparta Project has now had three blood draws out of me. I went in and got my antibody levels checked at Project Sparta. Um, it was like October 10th, 15th, <clears throat> somewhere in there. They did my blood draw. I come back in the next month, and I'm like, hey, can I get my titer levels? And she's like, sure. What is that? Goes, so the, the... so your, titer, your titer levels are the amount of antibodies that your system is either holding or producing okay. to fight the infection. Okay. okay? So, so I said, okay, well, what are my titer levels? She's got, she said, well, your titers are 124.7 uh, micrograms per milliliter. Okay, and I'm like, so how does that look? And she goes, that's among the highest in the study. And I'm like, okay. I'm like, that's good to know. At this point in time, they didn't know that I was in the Moderna trial because they didn't have a qualifying question asking if I was if I had been injected with any medicine. Mm -hmm. So, thirty day or four weeks later, I go in for my next draw. They draw it, and I said, or at the third blood draw, I say, hey, what were, what were my titer levels? And she goes, well, they were ninety point. She said they were 90.4. I was like, wow, they fell a bunch. She goes, yeah, we were actually talking about yours today. And I said, really? Why? She goes, you're actually you're a freak. Exactly <laughs> right. Right. Because they're like, nobody said, has anything even close to this. Neil, Neil hit it on the head. A normal person in this. So just so you know, they're trying to enroll 1,500 people in Athens, Georgia for the study. Uh -huh. Out of the participants that are in it now. 40% have tested positive for COVID-19 antibodies. 40%. Mm -hmm. To my knowledge, I'm the only one who's in the Moderna study who's gotten a vaccine in the study. So 
she tell uh, the the investigator tells me that a normal recovery level, the people they have in the study have between one and three micrograms per milliliter. That means my levels were somewhere between 30 and 100 times higher after the Moderna injection to what a recovered patient was. So you're going to, be, so you're going to become a new X-Men? <laughs> what what it means is that his body is ramped up yeah. and able to handle COVID better than even somebody who had COVID. Mm. And the reason for that is when you catch a virus, your body basically empties the refrigerator. It throws everything it's got at that until it figures out something that works. And by the time it figures out what works, it's pretty much got things under control. Well, we already know what the virus looks like. So the, the vaccine is using the little factories inside the cells of our body to produce one of the 21 proteins that make up the virus. And when it is exhibited in our bloodstream, our body recognizes it as an invader, and it only has that one piece of the virus that it can recognize and attack. So it only builds one antibody instead of throwing everything it has at it. So all the focus is on making the correct antibody, and it makes it in vast numbers so that you end up with so many higher numbers of those antibodies that can actually fight the virus versus trying 100 things that didn't work and only finding one that did. Can I say what he said in layman's terms? Yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> this, like M mRNA means uh, messenger ribonucleic acid. We all know that. We smart. Okay, basically, like imagine, imagine being a uh, the head football coach at UGA, and you have to play Alabama next week. So we gonna lose? No, let's oh, think, okay. positive. think okay. positive. Think oh, positive. Think okay. positive. <laughs> and the coach at University of Florida is like, look, this is what the quarterback likes to do. This is how they run their offense. So I'm letting you know what's happening or what's going to happen. So you can be prepared for it. Mm -hmm. And that's kind of how vaccines function with, you, you know what I'm saying? Within, Within the body. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. But the last time that Georgia played, we... Stop, stop, we don't we even say it. Don't even say it. So the antibody, did, it didn't work. <laughs> I'm trying to be positive, man. <laughs> it didn't quite work out. Just, the let, way. let it go. <laughs> Just trying to make it simple. 21 will be our year. <laughs> My goodness, oh my goodness. Woosa. 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 So so Doug, Neil, Mac. Um something has been approved. I I've been reading it. Um Neil, you posted it that um an uh, unanimous decision um have been approved for the Madon Moderna. 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 The one that, that yeah. Doug and I are part of. Yes. Last week, Pfizer got the uh, emergency authorization, mm -hmm. and this week, Moderna did. Mm -hmm. Let's talk. Let's let's also Rick. Let's talk about that for some of your listeners and make sure that everybody's on the same page and understands this. Right? There has been every bit of research that I've been able to do. I have not found one single COVID nineteen test that is quote. FDA approved, 
okay? Mm-hmm. Every single thing that we have for COVID right now is under what Neil just said, an EUA, Emergency Use Authorization Approval, right? Mm-hmm. right? So there is, we are constantly learning, like Max said, with the scientific method, we're going to learn something next month that we didn't know this month. Yes, about exactly. coronavirus yes. or about the treatment or about something else. I mean, yes. and the, the difference is, like he said, people being critical thinkers have to have to think for themselves and have to make the decision, okay, when is it safe for me to take the, the vaccine for me and my family? And when is it, you know, when is it, when is it the right time to trust that we've got enough data and enough information that were that the decisions are being made right and and as far you know seeing that the fda panel like neil said i think he posted it was almost a unanimous decision it was 20 to zero with one person abstaining yeah. for moderna whereas pfizer had what 16 to 4 with an abstention or something mm-hmm. so you know the moderna the moderna safety record and the things that they were looking at the the other thing is you know the the people who we're around day in, day out, are more likely to get the Moderna vaccine once it starts getting pumped out versus the Pfizer because it doesn't have to be stored in such such cold conditions okay. as the Pfizer vaccine. Now, my question to that would be, I've heard some scientists say that it normally takes at least two years of 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 clinical trials and studies to come up with a vaccine. How was that? So, di- why is that different okay. now? With I, this? I can I can field this one. So <laughs> you remember SARS back in two thousand two? Yes. Okay, that was a coronavirus. Mm-hmm. Coronavirus is basically a type of virus. Yep. They've been around for decades. We know what they do. We know how they work. Each one's a little bit different, so so it's it's familiar. Even though this one is brand new and has never hit the human race before, then we've got we know of. <laughs> our right. Then we have our, our our vaccines. Normally, phase one, which I'm in, would start out and completely finish, and they would look at all the data at the end of one year before they start phase two. Then they would do the same with phase three. So that's what's adding the years to it. Now, based on scientific research, 99.98% of all vaccine injuries happen in the first six weeks. So after we've had a good three months under phase one with nobody having a third arm grow out of their body or something weird happen, <laughs> they, they said, we feel like because there's so much death happening and this is a good candidate and it's showing good numbers and seems safe, we're going to still finish phase one, which I will complete in April of 2020, but we're going to start phase two. Mm-hmm. And if phase two, after a few months, also looks equally good with nobody having a problem, we're going to start phase three. So we can do them in parallel at the same time rather than finish, look at all the data, and then start it because of these unique circumstances of a global pandemic. But, Neil, didn't they back – so in phase one, correct me if I'm wrong, but in phase one they tested 25 milligrams, 100 milligrams, and 250 milligrams, right? Micrograms. Didn't they yeah. – micrograms, sorry. 
didn't they back off of the 250 because people were getting ill and starting to have some adverse, yeah. some some higher adverse yeah. reactions? So, right, and that's that's part of phase one is figuring out what the right dosage is, as well as if people have a bad reaction to just the vaccine itself. So part of it's right-sizing the dose. They actually got rid of my dosage at 25 micrograms in phase two and upped it to 50 and kept the 100, which is what they eventually kept as only 100 going into phase three and what is going to be released for consumption as of now. Woo! <laughs> and can I say one thing real quick? Can we go play kickball? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Nothing we is played, to be feared, only we understood. It, we played at a reunion like a decade ago. <laughs> yes. <laughs> after this, after this, we need some recess. <laughs> need a little recess. And, and maybe, maybe that'll happen in 2021. I think Mac had something to say, though. Go ahead, Mac. Oh, no, I, I was just saying, I, I, um, it was so beautiful. It, it's like you have theory and application. And I've been taught theory in class. Mm -hmm. And I didn't even feel the need to speak because everything that they were saying is literally what I learned throughout the course of this semester. You know, and it's just beautiful just seeing science applied in real time. You know what I'm saying? And, and, I, and I just want people to understand nothing is to be feared, only understood. You know, but see, that's the, that is, and, and, and correct. That is correct. That is absolutely correct. And, 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 the understanding and the breaking it down, a lot of this stuff, the commoner does not understand the language. Mm -mm. Exactly. And 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 to me, I think that is a lot of the problem, especially. Come on now, with black, some of black folk, <laughs> some of black folk that ain't really got outside and learned that and read that. We ain't finna read it all. All we gonna do is click on the post. Right. The language. Need, to me, the language need to be break it down as a five year because <laughs> a, a lot of it. I mean, because a lot of the stuff that need. I need recess. I, I need to go outside and play. <laughs> but it's it's it's, 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 it's I'm glad for the. I'm glad. That's why I was so hoping that we could do this so that we can get the conversation so they could. So we can interpret it, so that people can understand that this may be okay, and so to help you, to help me, make a better informed decision when this thing come down for me and my family. Look, Rick, and when it's honestly, your turn, when it comes, when it comes down to it, the best way you can learn is asking questions because mm -hmm. nobody Definitely. doesn't understand what you don't know. You have to right. ask a question so that we know what to say. Yes. People sitting up there listening to a lecture and taking notes aren't learning half as much as when the class participates and asks questions and gets an organic experience where exactly. it's moving around to topics that they never would have covered if they just read out of the book. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And what was you saying, Doug? So, Rick, when, it, when it's your turn, you, you got my cell phone number. When it's your turn, if you're nervous about this, you call me. I'll drive down there, and I'll sit there and hold your hand while you get the shot. Hey, that's real. That, that's real. That's so nice. That's some real that's friendship. That's, that's friendship. Real. Friendship. And, and Doug is being serious. I know he is. No, 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 no. He's serious. He will do that. I absolutely I'll take, know he I'll, is. Look, I'll take it. Look, I'll, I'll be. I'll be. I'll be a double guinea pig. I'll take a shot. I'll take a shot at the same time with you. 
<laughs> I absolutely know he's serious. <laughs> uh, but not fully. Hey, it, look, Moderna's got Moderna's got. I don't know how long Phase One was. Phase One's uh, commitment was, but Moderna's got my ass for twenty four months. Yeah. Okay. I am fourteen. So I fully expect. So I got a letter. Uh, I got a letter from Moderna uh, last night. It was a encrypted email talking about unblinding us, basically telling us whether we got it or whether we didn't got it. Well, I know I got it. I'm 99.999% sure. I'll leave, I'll leave 0.001%, but come on. I got all the no, data you, points. You definitely I got, did. <laughs> I got the science. You know, I got the science to prove it. But talking about unblinding us and the 15,000 people that got the placebo, you know, if if they want the if they want to do Pfizer, they'll release them from the study. Otherwise, they will immediately vaccinate those fifteen thousand with the Moderna because they need they want the data. They still want the safety data. Right. I fully expect Moderna to tell us after one year at the twelve month mark if our antibody levels are below or at the level that a recovered patient is. So one to three micrograms per milliliter. That they're going to say, "Hey, we'd like to do a second injection," and you know what? I'm going to roll my sleeve up and go. And it's going to be the same nurse over at the Emory Clinic because they know I hate needles because I'm a I'm a scared I'm a scaredy cat man. So these blood draws these blood draws are killing this fat boy. I ain't going to lie. So I'm going to roll up my sleeve and I'm going to look at her for the third time and go, "You going to make me glow green again?" <laughs> Oh man, oh man. So I think Vice President Pence Yeah, he took it today. He, he took it today. Yep. So yep. I, So how's that stuff how do we know that that stuff is ready? I'm talking about in this Is it this What is my question? What is my question? Um How do we know that that is? <laughs> I already know. I see where you're going with it. Let me, let me be quiet. Help me. Help me. Oh, oh. How do you know he I didn't know get a the... saline shot? Exactly. Exactly. Yes. You don't. Well, I'll tell you. I'll tell you why I don't think he got a saline shot. Because he doesn't want to die. <laughs> but, 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 and Doug has a really good man, point because you want to talk is... about being in a bad place. Being in the White House, you're going to get Rona. Yeah. How many people Everybody work there and gotten it? Right, right. Dude, didn't the head of secure? Didn't the head of security? I don't know if it was the Secret Service or just the White House security. Hadn't he lost his leg now after oh, his what? fight with coronavirus? Yes, he lost his yeah. big toe on his left foot and his leg below the knee on his right foot. It and is, they put a GoFundMe stuff. page for that man because he doesn't have. The medical insurance working in the White House to help pay for everything. That's insane. See, 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 that's insane. How do you work for? Uh, if nothing, if and, nothing and that's else, that's how you know wow. the system is broken. Definitely. Oh if, my If goodness. nothing else, wow. shouldn't that mean people need to at least look at universal health care so at least you can get that handled? That is ridiculous. Wow. How in it the is. hell I work for the man and I can't have the? <laughs> come on, man. <laughs> Because oh, his employer chose to go with a different form of health care, and it did not cover what he needed it to cover. 
see that's well not to mention that i didn't i didn't hear about this guy getting flown to walter reed medical center in a helicopter and getting doctors and experimental drugs right neither did herman neither did herman nope herman sure didn't sure did not Nope. Sure Granted, he, he had stage four cancer, but still, yes. you didn't see him getting the heroic, you know, yes. the above, the above all. I, I, no, okay, let me ask you this question, Rick. Since you said, or Mac, whoever it was that was asking the question about how do we know that Pence got it? I mean, you know, our, our, one of our greatest presidents, Barack Obama, is willing to roll up his sleeve too. True. If if him if him and Bush, who you've seen Bush do a one eighty, Clinton. A Republican president who has done a 180 as far as showing that he cares about humanity yes. and, you know, and supports Biden. And to that to that matter, I believe Clinton has said he will take it, too. If all three of those men stand up and take it, will that help you believe? <laughs> hey, they're going to do it on TV. Hey, I I'm, I'm, really. I'm, I'm, I'm well, coming. Of course they're going to hey, do it but, on TV. I mean, TV. you got to remember, Barack went to Flint. And took a half a sip of some Aquafina and said it was the Flint water and it was all good. <laughs> so, no, I'm not. Listen, listen, I am not a conspiracy theorist. I'm just trying to look at this as both sides. Hey, Devil's hey, advocate. Like I say, I, 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 I'm just saying. Neil, oh, yeah, Neil and Doug, I trust y'all more than I trust the presidents of the United States well. of America. And that's the and that's about the <laughs> realest as I can get, oh. even with Barack being one of them. I trust Neil Browning, Doug Lloyd, and Mac more than I trust any president of the of this these United States of America. <laughs> that, that's fair. So I, I will look at your data, your you guys' data before I look at theirs. Yeah, how about how about this data right here? So I told you about the blood draws, right? Mm -hmm. Other than other than athletes here at UGA, I'm logging into my portal right now, looking at my test results for for COVID nineteen. I've had that swab shoved up my nose sixteen times now. What? I've had it. I've had it three. I've had it three times. I've I've had it uh, twice for Moderna. I've had it. I've uh, I've done the spit. I've done the spit uh, saliva test now three times for uh for the sparta for project sparta and i've had the i've had the nasal swab why because we have surveillance testing for free here at uga and i want the data points so october 1st negative october 9th negative october 16th negative october 29th negative november 5th negative November 16th, negative. November 19th, negative. November 24th, negative. December 1st, negative. December 7th, negative. December 17th, negative. December 23rd, scheduled. You're a gangster, man. You're so soldier. <laughs> Your nose doesn't like you, dude. Uh, hey, sixteen times. Just, <laughs> but, hey, Come make, on now, make, make y'all you know, know Miss Ward, you know Ward used to catch me picking my nose and make me go back there and wash my hands <laughs> in third grade all the time. <laughs> <laughs> no. Hey, I thought about Ooh, that. Man. I was like, That's oh, crazy. what did they used to call it? Yeah, <laughs> sixteen times. Ooh, hey, man. Hats off. To y'all, yes. Neil Browning, Doug Lord, Mac, salute to y'all, man. Thank y'all for the work that y'all are trying to do for the human race, the whole entire human race. Thank you. That includes you, Rick. 
Do, do you watch you gotta Walking spread, Dead? You got to spread the truth, man. Uh, no, no. And that's why y'all here. No, that's I don't true. watch Walking Dead. Okay, there, there's a scene. Okay, I'm a big Walking Dead head. Uh-huh. Rick Grimes is my favorite character. There's a scene when they're in downtown Atlanta and the, the virus starts spreading. And um, he told them, look, there are no black people. There are no white people. They're just people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we're fighting this virus. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So that that's where we got to be with it, yes. you know. And 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 and, and like I said, that's why this was important. To, that's why. <laughs> that's why this. Was <laughs> Believe you me, that 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 is why this was important to me. The only the only thing I wish could happen better is all all of us were sitting in one room together having this conversation. But it was important to me that we all have this conversation because. Doug and Neil are both white and, and, and the rest of us are black. And it's a conversation that needs to be had amongst the masses, amongst the human race. Because America ain't going to get right till America gets right. Maybe the aliens True story. Will again. Because <laughs> America is not right right now. And uh, <laughs> unless we put aside all these, these BS differences and try to get this thing fixed. Right. We in trouble. The numbers are steady going up. Deaths are steady going up. Money is steady going down. Well, for some people now, some it's people. steady going exactly. down. Exactly. Right, right, right. Exactly. Some Cause, people. Because your top billionaires during this pandemic, oh, they top billionaires have added to their wealth. Oh, they're great. Faster and oh, yeah. more over this period than any other period of time. Yep. Kelly Lovely. Yep. Let me stop. <laughs> they are great. I've already true. voted. It, it don't matter. They can't hurt me no more. <laughs> we need more. Dogs. Hey, fellas. Um, I appreciate y'all, Doug, Neil. Thank y'all, Neil, again for coming on again. Doug, of thank course. you, thank you, thank you. Um, we got My a few, pleasure. We got a few minutes left. Um, each one of you three guys, shout out. Give us some. Give us some. Say some to to all of us that make us give us hope. Be empathetic. Part? You know, yeah. I mean, yeah. You wear the mask, and that's to protect other people, not to protect you. You're right. right. You don't. You don't know if you have it, but if you do, and you don't feel sick, it keeps you from spreading it as far. It works. And until enough people get vaccinated to get this under control, all we have is what we've been doing, which is masking up, staying socially distant, being responsible, and loving your fellow man Mm. and woman. Mm. Because the virus doesn't care if you're Democrat, independent, socialist, communist. It doesn't care if you're black, white. It doesn't care what God you worship. It says, oh, there's human DNA. I'm going to get me some. Neil, we probably should have let you win last. You trying to drop yeah, me off. What, what you <laughs> say after that? We might have let you go last. <laughs> and we have to put that in the notes next time. Let Neil go last. <laughs> well, I'll, I'll, follow up, I'll follow up with Neil. It, it didn't even care that somebody was orange. It got him, too. True. True. It, it, it didn't care, but but here here's since Neil's covered all the all the safety things, let let me let me give my sixty second let me give my sixty second shout out to all the other privileged white men out there. It's time for y'all to use your damn voice for people who don't have the same voice that you have. 
True. Coming from a white, coming from a privileged white male, I'm telling y'all to speak up when you see something and stop being so damn silent and lazy and act act like you're making your mama proud. True. Wow. Mm. Um, Mac, oh, how much, Mac? <laughs> Larry Bird and Michael Jordan just shot. Uh, <laughs> like, come on, man. Come uh, on, I, bro. I mean, I, I guess. Uh, Know why you think and feel the things you think and feel. Like, mm. study. Mm. Uh, right now, I'm reading this book by Carl Sagan called The Demon-Haunted World. Mm. And he, and, and in the book, he uh, pulls up some data. It says that 95% of U.S. citizens are scientifically illiterate. Very much so. 95%. Yep. yep. Very much so. So, it's like, it, don't just be opinionated. Be informed. Amen. Oh, boy. Y'all yeah. just... <laughs> oh, so, like, you got, in it, you got one? <laughs> I just want to say shout out to all the teachers. We made it. We made it through first semester. Yes, Lord. Hopefully, 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 21 will be calm. Big Shug, you got anything you need to say? I mean, <laughs> ain't no more mics right here. You be dropping, huh? I, 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 I ain't going to drop one. I ain't got one to drop. <laughs> Hey, y'all, it's time to um, sweep the flows, <laughs> clean the clippers. <laughs> Since we couldn't say nothing no better than what Neil, Doug, and Max said, I think us three got the bathroom. (laughs) (laughs) The shop is closed. Get out. All right. Thanks, guys. Much love to you. Thank you. Thank you. Y'all stay safe. Stay healthy. You too. We're talking randomly. Talking randomly. Come on through and it's all